This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. But I still go back to sitting in a room with Jerry in 2018 and um, 2019, excuse me. And he went through all the players and he talked about the windows and we are still in this window. And he, cause he really tied it to Cal and uh, JP and Kelnick and Julio was on the front end of that. And he talked about this window that we're squarely now in. I said last year, hey, we're on the front end of this window. We weren't even supposed to be that competitive yet. And then and and the year before kind of abolished that paradigm. Well, now we're getting into that window. We and are. We're aren't we are in that window. We're you know, squarely in that window. Yes, and so and we'll, now you need to add to that, you need to add the logs to the fire. You have to continue to stack the logs on the fire, or you're gonna find yourself non-competitive, and then you're gonna be wasting um a lot of this uh uh this young talent the other thing that i think about is they have a ton of young position players coming and so if there's ever a time to maybe overspend in an area to stem the tide until you get you get to the harry fords of the world yeah and and all these other players that they've drafted really well. If you talk about draft experts, then we're not draft experts. And nobody who does these podcasts or talks on the radio is draft experts. But if you, when you hear people who care and, and are very knowledgeable about the draft, to by all accounts, the Mariners have killed the last two drafts they've been. Absolutely just murdered the last two drafts they're in. You should see the fruits of that in two years. So you have to stem the tide. And how do you do that? You have to buy it. You just have to you have buy to. it. You have to. You have to. Because also, as much as you can kill it, you don't know. You just, you just you don't you don't know what what these people are going to come into. We've we've had those highly touted draft picks, and this is going back before Depoto was doing stuff. So you do have to also go. We're in that window, like you said, right now. So the future stuff too far down the road. I get it, but I am in in agreement with you of like, we got to do something until then. And I don't feel so precious about holding on to those guys and being like, we can't do something with it. If something comes, you know, on the table, a Soto, an Alonzo or whatever. And those are the people that they're asking for. Then I'm down because right now is the window, just like you said. And I, where I go, should Jerry be on the hot seat? I just wanted to, to touch on that part about what we heard on the flipping bats. I get both sides of that argument. Um, I get that uh, he's been here for a while. I live in LA. They uh, switch people out quite often. Uh, other teams, if you're somewhere eight, nine years, and you only have one division title, period, you know, y- you do get moved on. But the, it 
why when you and I've talked about this before, Jerry inherited a missed shot, a missed draft mm-hmm. uh, sequence that didn't work out. He also inherited sure. And I know people want to trash Robinson Cano. He was a great player. Nelson Cruz, great player. Felix, it just, we happened to be in the division when Houston came over where we were like, we're going to kick these guys ass every year. They've been nothing but a fucking problem. The second they've been in our division mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you go back four or five years when it hit the plunge and you're like, we're so close. And it's like, we were never going to get to that point. So I feel now, if you want to judge Jerry, if you want to judge Scott and you want to judge whether they should go, whether you, you, you bring them back or where the blame goes, you can start judging them now, maybe going back two years, but you can't, you can't sit there and be like, they've been here since 2016 because I feel like everything after the uh, COVID season, which was ultimately made this whole transition a little bit easier because we didn't have to sit through 162 games of what we sat through in 2019. And then we saw 2021 get it going very reminiscent of the 2011 Seahawks and 12 Seahawks. And we're seeing this build, but yeah, going into this, winter meeting and let's also not judge until what happens at spring training in the preseason. We know a lot of rumblings and things can happen and let's give them until the all-star break. But I also can be upset about what the opening day roster looks like, but ultimately I think the, the thumbs up, the thumbs down gladiator bullshit. We have to wait a little bit longer, but definitely it's, it's on the table. It's yeah. on the table, but I, I'm I'm hoping and I am optimistic about this. But also with what they said here on the video, it all comes back to ownership. What what's the uh, what's the allowance? Yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. And I said this. I was talking about this last week. I think I even uh, tweeted it, which is I am fully willing to wait until the cake is baked. But right you now. Are. Let me read what you said. Let me read what you said. You said, because we are screen recording these things. I'm putting these up here. Here we go. You go. You, let me read your tweet. I am willing to wait and judge for the hashtag Mariners off season in its entirety when the cake is fully baked, but it feels we are quote shitty meal at a supposed awesome restaurant undershooting of expectations. Hope Jerry Stanton and co have some big things up their sleeves at Rybird Mustard Podcast. Um, oh. And I agree with you. Um, and uh, what's your final take on this segment? I just think that um, I think it's really important um, that the Mariners continue to build because, and, and frankly, we, as fans, we better hope to hell that this works out because this organization can't survive from a fan base standpoint, a recycle, Jerry gets blown out, Scott gets blown out. And now we're back to a four or five year thing. You know, I think, I think the saving grace and and the kind of the solace I have is that you had, you had two very core players on your, on your, on your roster and Cal Raleigh and JP talk very openly about their expectation for the front office and management to support what they were doing. And if you don't answer that bell, if you can't look at those guys in the eye come spring training next year and go, we are markedly better. There's going to be 
uh, a lot of resentment among them. And now you're going to get into a poisonous culture and frankly, dash everything that you've, you've built over the last two and three years of belief and momentum. So um, I'll go back to where I started and final take on this is this is the biggest offseason, I think, for the Mariners in their history. It's the biggest offseason for Jerry. And mm-hmm. it started off a little weird. Um, but I would imagine that as we you know, flip the calendar and look towards spring training, that's when this momentum picks up. And he owes it to the fan base. His organization owes it to the fan base and those players who are still with him to spend, support, and make it very salient and visible. They are doing all that they can to keep up with the arms race and the competitive forces uh, in Major League Baseball. And if they're not, then they're not serious about winning, and they should be all fucked anyways. And you're right. I like what they were talking about here on uh, Flipping Bats. You know, they get a million tweets. They picked one that, hey, makes sense. It was a good question. I, I, I Like you said, let's wait until the uh, the cake is fully baked on, on DePoto. Uh, also ownership, it's, it's on them. It's on them. If, if he's got the money, if they're like, Hey, go get fucking Otani outbid the Mets, you know, uh, Juan Soto, you know, the Yankees need an outfielder. So you, it's not as easy as everybody says, like, well, go get them. Well, it's like the Mariners are going to have to pay tax. The only team that flew more than the Mariners last year, even with the balanced schedule which is kind of funny and sad. It's the Oakland A's. So, I mean, that's a lot of miles there with the spirit air for, for the Oakland A's. But but it, it, is, it is a sell. But guys like Soto, guys like Otani, I don't care where you put the fences. They're going to hit home runs. These aren't little contact guys. These guys are going to mash the ball. And uh, let's hope we can see one of them or see Alonzo. Or something. I'm I'm expecting big things to happen this week. We're gonna keep rolling these things out. Uh, but as far as Jerry and the organization, you're right. It is shit. Get off the pot, and you are gonna lose the momentum of the fan base. And uh, the fans have turned out the last couple of years. They've lined the pockets of the Mariners. Um, we'll we'll see what happens.